Thank you for joining us. We are your hosts, Max and Shalop and David Tooney. We welcome you to this week's episode of the Share Chair Podcast, where we tell stories and learn from listening. Welcome back to the Share Chair Podcast. I'm Greg Kobalak from Fruitport High School, a teacher here. And I have another student with us today that we're going to interview, uh, Quentin Schaub Olson. Did I, did I pronounce it right? Yeah, yeah. And so say hello, Quentin. Uh, my name is Quentin. I'm 15. All right. And what grade are you in? Uh, I'm in 10th grade. 10th grade at Fruitport High School. And what do your friends call you? They call you Quinn or Quentin? Or? Yeah, there's a few. My mom calls me Q all the time, but my friends just call me Quinn or Quentin. So whatever. All right. Well, maybe I'll do Quinn and Quentin both yeah. throughout our interview and pretend that uh, we're friends. But <laughs> so, uh, yeah, well, tell us a little bit more about yourself before we get into the one unique passion I really want to go on. So I'm going to tell about, about your family or some things that you like to do with friends. Uh, yeah. So I have twin brothers and they're like a little bit younger than seventh grade. And they just kind of one of them will skate with me. And the other one is not as much of a skater, but he'll still do it sometimes. And they're both kind of funny. Like, they they just say random stuff, and it's really funny. All right. Do you get along well with your brothers? Yeah. So it's you and two brothers, and you have some parents, like mom, uh, dad? Yeah, I so, just have mom and dad. Okay. And uh, all right. So... Uh, so, Quinn, we started talking one time about one of your passions. One of the reasons I kind of approached you, seeing if you'd be interested in this, is you asked me a unique question. For people that don't know, the first week of school, I give this invitation for students to ask Mr. Kobalek anything, right? And sometimes they ask me, you know, questions I can predict, like what college you go to, or why did you become a teacher? Sometimes they get personal, you know, what car did you drive? And, you know, or, uh, you know tell us about your family or share an embarrassing story or something. But you asked me a question, it's, and and I think it was, can you do a flip kick? Is that, is that the question yeah, you asked? Yeah, so it's, and, can you do a kick flip? Can and, you do a kick flip? And I didn't know what that was. My first thought, it was like a martial arts thing. Like, you know, <laughs> like I'm going to do some kind of move that you'd see in Asia or something. And uh, so I asked you about it. And then everyone knew it was you that asked the question. Yeah. You must be known because a kick flip is a skateboarding term, mm-hmm. right? Well, maybe you can start off by telling me what is a kick flip so I know. And tell us a little bit about your interest, your hobby, your passion for skateboarding. So a kickflip is like you sort of just pop the board with like your back foot and then you'll flick off the front with your front foot. And that's what makes it like spin. So you pop it, you flick it, and then it spins and you just land. You gotta, hopefully you can catch it, but if not, you just land back on it and then roll away. So it's some kind. All right. So you're going down on a board on wheels, Mm -hmm. and you do something cool, and you're, you know, off the board. It's in the air, slipping, and you land back on it. Yeah. Like you see in uh, skateboarding on TV or movies or something like that. So, so uh, you said that you skateboard with your brothers, which means that you're into. So, so tell me what you do in skateboarding, and uh, I'll probably ask afterwards, like, why do you love it? So, well. Yeah, so um, I started, like, probably two years ago-ish. But my dad's been skating since, I don't know, he was my age, a little bit younger probably. So he's the one who really got me into it. And there's, like, there's a big, like, community around skateboarding that I think is really cool because you can just go anywhere and ask for help, and everybody's always down to, like, help you out, whether it's, like, a trick or something else like that. Um, and then also I, like, I have a skate camera that I bought last summer, I think. 
and then I got a lens for it this Christmas, this last Christmas. And so I've been like filming and doing a bunch of stuff and just having fun with it. So you're you're filming yourself skateboarding. Yeah. And you're doing this not like your friend holding a phone, but like some like legit equipment. And is it attached to your board or attached to your body? No. Or? So well, it's just it's called like a Sony Handycam, and it's just like a little like flip out screen camera. I wish I would have like brought it with, but well, people can't see it. This is a podcast. We're not on yeah, TV, that's true. but but try to describe it for us. So, so it's like one of those cameras that you see in like movies and it has like the little flip out screen mm -hmm. and then there's like a zoom on it and then you can record stuff with it. So, so it's handheld. Yeah. So, so, so someone is uh, filming this, you know, you're not, or are you filming yourself? No. Like so filming you doing moves and tricks. Yeah. So whenever I go out with like my friends, I'll hopefully I'll film them doing something cool or they'll film me to whatever, like whoever wants to try a trick. Um, but then, like sometimes when I just skate, I have like a little driveway skate park where me and my dad have built built a quarter pipe and then this little like box with metal on it so you can like grind and then do like tricks across it. And then we also built like a little rail, so that's fun. We're gonna build a new one soon, hopefully. All right, so man, you just said a whole bunch of things that I'm trying <laughs> to keep up with. So, so let me go back to the filming. What do you do? with the filming that you create? Like, like do you post it on uh, social media yeah. and stuff? So I have like a YouTube channel. It's just my name. And then, so I just record like, I've made, I don't know, maybe eight videos so far. I've made a few more, but some of them are just, I just took down because they weren't very good. Um, but I made a new one a, like a f two weeks ago probably. And it's kind of just something that I do because it's fun to, to make them and fun to edit them all. So if I just go to uh, YouTube and type in your name, yeah. you'll find your channel. And yeah. so Quentin, how, you, how do you spell your last name? We, we can t maybe someone's listening will yeah. listen. So. so it's Q-U-I-N-T-O-N. And then my last name is S-C-H-A-U-B hyphen O-L-S-E-N. It's pretty complicated, but... Yeah, well, we got it now. Yeah. And then we can pause and rewind and if we didn't get this spelling. And then uh, and we can see your videos. Well, I think that tomorrow on my uh, lunch hour, I might uh, explore that to find yeah. out a little bit more. So so you uh, and so you do these just uh, for fun to show the videos? and to, Or are you trying to do something bigger? Are you trying to, like, get your name out there? And Oh, uh, well, yeah, that would be pretty cool. There's, there's a few YouTubers that I, like, I watch a lot. Um, Ashton Kelly is one of them. And then Brian Arnett. They do like vlog kind of videos. I haven't, I've only made like one of those types and it was like four minutes long. It wasn't super long, but the other ones are just like just straight skateboarding and music and stuff. What's the, what's like the biggest challenge you have with, with creating those videos? Like you mentioned like, wow, those first ones I put up weren't up, you know, up to a high quality. So I took those back down. Yeah. yeah so like, are you editing video and using software programs and then posting them? And Yeah, so I, the hard part about, like, making them is definitely, like, because I can't drive yet, going out and finding spots to do those tricks at. And then also just getting the trick, because it, it might take, like, three tries. It might take ten. It might take hundred tries. And you only showed the one that worked or the yeah. best one that worked? yeah. <laughs> Yeah, blooper reels too, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that picture that I sent you—it's that's I recorded that fall after I landed the trick because I want to try and do it better. But 
Sometimes it's just how it goes. Gotcha. So those of you listening, you might be able to see a link on uh, the social media or the Shared Share podcast website, and we'll see the yeah. video. And it, it is humorous. I enjoyed uh, <laughs> seeing that when you shared that. So, well, what? Uh, so tell me, are there different kinds of skateboarding? You've mentioned some things, and I'm not completely ignorant, so I think I put some pieces together. But I think I've heard people that do like these downhill skateboard racing, like they're like yeah. mountains. I people that do longboarding, and when I call it a skate. Board, they were really mad that I called it a, a skateboard or a longboard. So, like, what kind of area of skateboardings are there out there? And like, what do you like to do the most or focus on? There's so there's a, there's a lot of different types of skateboarding. There's like longboarding, like you said. But then there's also like um, transition skating. There's downhill, which is like called slalom, and it's like you go down super fast and you like turn really fast through cones. And there's also freestyle, whereas like um, you do do like a run to like music. That's what it was. That freestyle was really big in like the seventies, I think. Not when my dad was skating, but when like the first kind of skateboarders were really starting to come out. Um, there was a lot of like the freestyle stuff, and it was like a dance routine almost. It was cool to watch. So like more, I'm, I'm picturing something more artistic or creative. Yeah, and like so freestyle, like. Uh and I think I've, I've seen someone doing that, like roller skates too, right? They're kind of like yeah, dancing yeah. to themselves. And, all right. And then, well, there's, I, I'm, I don't want to interrupt you. Is there more types? Like like Tony Hawk, like what does he do, right? He's yeah, like, so that's I mean, like vert and like transition. And that's for vert and transition. And there's also like street. Um, those are all like, so street tricks are like, like you don't go flying in the air and stuff. You just kind of stay on the ground you know jump up in the air with like ramps and stuff but that's what transition invert is but there's not a big difference between the boards that you use for those there is not 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 a super big difference okay. it's all up to like the preference of the skateboarder like however they want their board to be set up give me some kind of educate me so there's like, like, is there like a stiffness or a yeah wheels that are stickier I'm, I'm sorry. so there's <laughs> yeah there's a lot of different like choices that you can make on your skating there's like truck tightness which is a truck is the thing that attaches to the bottom of the skateboard and then holds the wheels on there so that's how that's what determines how fast you like turn the board okay so if you loosen them up you'll turn super fast but it's also like for me it's harder to balance with that but for others it's how they skate and then there's also like wheel softness so the harder wheels tend to like slide more and then the softer wheels tend to like be more stuck to the ground like and faster like a yeah grip. okay and so uh how many boards do you own oh you're smiling uh, <laughs> the loaded, loaded question so i've you go through boards i've been going through boards really fast recently like over the summer i've gone through probably four three or four boards but we have because my dad's a skateboarder and my brother skates we have a bunch of like um, just random boards that we have that are like cruiser boards that are just a smooth ride. There's also a board that we have that was an old like snowboard and we took the bindings off of it and attached trucks to it. And so it's like super, it's like super long. Yeah, like, a, then, sco- like a snowboard yeah. board. Yeah. And then, but then it turns around like a, you can ride it like a skateboard. It's really weird. Huh. So, so I don't think you answered the question. Like, do you have, you just have a couple or do you have like over oh, 10 yeah. or how many boards? Like, I mean, man, your, your family might have a big collection is what I'm kind of guessing. Yeah, about there is a pretty big collection in our garage. We have like probably 
six that are set up right now, including my own skateboard. But there's also like just decks that we have like lying around. Um, we have one that's like kind of set up, but it's like halfway there. And then we have we used to have this old one that was signed by I think it was Steve Caballero, who's like who was a really big skateboarder. He's older now, but he's still still a skater. But someone that's really famous in the community. Yeah. yeah. So some ministers might know that. I do not recognize that name. So, but I'm I'm enjoying getting the education on yeah. skateboarding. So, so where uh, in West Michigan do you like to go skateboard? Like, give me a couple examples or like list of places you go. So, my driveway is definitely the biggest part because um, I'll just invite a bunch of friends over and then we'll just all skate. Like, two weekends ago, actually maybe three, I had my friend Micah over. And he stayed the night for two nights, and we just skated until midnight each night. And that was, that was fun. And, uh, and so is that it? You, do you ever go to, like, parks? Like so, I've seen skate parks in Muskegon and Grand Haven and other places. Yeah. Do you visit those places? You mentioned something about community and people helping each other with tricks. Are those the kind of places you're talking yeah. about? Yeah, so there's in Grand Rapids, there's this DIY park that, like, skaters have built. Um, it's, like, it's allowed, but... Like, the skaters have put it together and built mm-hmm. every, like, obstacle for it. And probably two weeks ago, there was... Actually, no, probably a month ago now, there was um, an event for a brand that was launching. And so I went there with, with Micah, and we skated that. And then we went to... Well, we didn't go to the store that day. But then we went to the store another day, which is the premiere store in Grand Rapids. And we got to see like a video premiere for a big skate brand so that was really fun to watch because we got to see it a day early and like 20 30 people were packed into that store all watching it it was fun so is it, this is a store that caters just to skateboarding yeah so gear and equipment and whatever else yeah they like clothing and stuff yeah and so, uh, all right. So, what uh, you said at your home? Well, let me talk about your friend Micah. Is where does Micah go to school? He goes to school here. He goes to Fruitport too. Yeah. too. Okay. I don't know if I met him yet. So, what? Uh, and then, what? Uh, you said that your dad and you have built some things together. And yeah, sound, I'm kind of hearing, and I'm hoping that this is the case. Like, it's a kind of a cool thing that a father and son have this connection and this passion. Yeah. Would you agree that that's yeah. a cool thing? Uh, and so, what? Uh, t- maybe you could tell us about what you and your dad built. You kind of started to rattle off a few things. Yeah. And is this the kind of stuff you put on your driveway you're talking about when you have your friends over that yeah. you use? And maybe you can uh, expand a little bit on like, what's special about sharing this passion with your father? Um, well, my dad like grew up skating um, downtown Muskegon. I still skate downtown Muskegon all the time. There's spots there that he found and then I re-found them and like started skating them again. Um, there's also like a little tiny skate scene there, but for like in our driveway, we've had, we've had the, like a quarter pipe, which is just like a ramp, um, for probably a year and a half now, but we've just been like building more and more stuff because we had like an old table, like a tabletop and it was super like sketchy and weird. And then eventually we built an actual box, which is way better. And, and so what do you use a box for? Like, like, you, like, just, like name a trick or two that you use it for. Um, so there's like grind tricks, which is like on the edge of it. And then there's also like manual tricks and then just like going off of the box. 
like just dropping off of it and doing tricks off of that. And so like a grind trick would be like front side 50, 50, uh, which is a trick that I'm pretty good at. I like that trick. And then probably just like, I don't know. There's a lot of tricks that you can do on that. Like okay. if that's all you had, you could still have a lot of fun on it. And that's something that your dad built or you guys built together? Or? Yeah, we built it together. All right. And is, and is that fun time doing that? Yeah. Does your, does your dad still skate with you? Yeah, all the time. And so, I mean, I imagine skateboarding is not like an old man's game. And no. so I assume your dad, I have no idea what age he is. It could be in a big gap. But, yeah, is, uh, is he still, uh, you know? adventurous and trying new things and yeah. he still falls and gets back up and things. Yep. He, so. he slammed pretty hard. Not like hard, but it was like a fall that he hasn't like done in a while. And he just got back up and kept trying it. So he slams that like a word for crashing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and so what, uh, now have you had any injuries through, uh, your exploration? Yeah, definitely. Can um, you tell us a story about, uh, uh, a, you know, a bad crash or an injury that you've had to deal with? Yeah, so actually this last Saturday, I I don't even know if it was a roll or if it was like a sprain, but I messed up my ankle, and so I've been wearing like a brace on it um, for the past few days, and I haven't been able to skate. Well, I skated that day when it wasn't super rainy, and I just got all like the basic tricks and did all of them. Um, but it's been... Like, I haven't been able to skate because of the weather, which is annoying, but... You're just, just talking about, like, really recently. Right? Yeah. yeah. So we're recording this in October. We'll get this published later this year. So, uh, yeah, it's a rainy week. Yeah. <laughs> so, and so, uh, but it sounds like you would be... Tr- I'm looking at your brace here. You'd be trying to uh, skate with the brace, though, because yeah. you're just addicted to skating. Yeah, kind of. In the summer, you got no school responsibilities. Like, how much time a week do you spend skating? Well, it's it's every day for, I don't know, three or four hours probably. Three or four hours like every on average. day. And you just love it. Yeah. Tell me why you love it. Can you, like, quantify it? Like, what's the best part about skating? Like, the best part about skating is probably just, like, the friends and then also like learning everything because learning everything is like a it's a process to learn a new trick there's a lot of like falling involved and stuff like that so like learning the new trick and then falling over over and over and over again and then finally getting it like the feeling that you get is really good like overcoming the challenge yeah and uh, being resilient the word we use around here a lot yeah school about getting through it so that sounds great and uh, i feel like there's this idea that some kids gravitate to sports like snowboarding and uh you know skateboarding and other things where there's no coach and as someone who comes from an organized team sports background sometimes the coach can ruin sports for you know i don't want the coach to tell me when i gotta start when i gotta end when's practice start run a lap or whatever like that and you could just do whatever you want at your own pace and you don't have uh, you don't have a coach uh, (laughs) encouraging you but you but but you still have a community of friends that are community you know Mm -hmm. supportive and dad and stuff so great what uh well tell me about your dreams because i think you mentioned that man i'd love to have a future in skateboarding and i don't know if what that what, what's your future in skateboarding is this something that could be a, a lifelong hobby could it be a career could it be just something that puts a smile on my face like like what what do you got in your mind for your future 
Well, hopefully it would turn into like a career. I don't know if it would be going down the route of like, like just like a raw, like professional skateboarder who's like pro for a team and has like, like they make money off of their board sales, which is like they make their own board to their own specifications, like what they like. And then people will buy it and then whatever that money that goes to them. Like oh, a, so they design a board with all mm-hmm. the things we talked about earlier. They become very popular and successful and people want to, the same thing they have. Yeah. So they buy their board. Yeah. All right. So what does a pro like, boarder do? Like, uh, like, like, are there pro boarders that do like just half pipe and some that do street? Yeah, definitely. And so, yeah. Um, so well, maybe you would consider that. Maybe that if, if that path opened up to you yeah i definitely go for that go for it all right and how hard is it to do that like like are you on the verge of that or that's like way no. in the distance or yeah. you're just still starting i mean you're just talking about just doing it for a couple of years so. yeah so there's a lot to learn in skateboarding like it took me two years now and i finally can like 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 you said i can kick flip but i can do it on lock like every try pretty much every try but i've been working a long time to get there um, and then there's also like switch skating, which is just opposite footed. So it's like riding with your left hand if you're right handed. Mm-hmm. It's just like the complete opposite, and it's like relearning everything. Like, and that's what a lot of pro skateboarders do is they skate switch, and then they just do like lines and they record it, and that's the, they put out video parts, and that's how they get sponsored is through those video parts. And so, uh, yeah, what, what other opportunities are there for skateboarders besides the, the pro, you know, like the pro route sponsored by a yeah. team in sales? Did you have another path you were going to describe that I maybe cut um, you off? Like, so also, um, like, like I mentioned with the YouTube stuff, there's YouTubers like the Ash and Kelly, who I watch all the time, and they make their living off of recording them just going out and skating with, like, their friends and stuff. And I think that would also be really fun to do because I already like making the videos and I like skateboarding. So, so you find your passion, you put it on YouTube and, yeah. uh, however YouTube works for people to get money, right? yeah. enough followers, enough, you know, likes and, you know, views and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. That's kind of, so, and there's a niche where people do that with their passion for skateboarding and people pretty yeah. much. So, well, great. Well, uh, Oh, it's been interesting to hear about that stuff. So uh, did we miss anything? Did we not talk about something about skateboarding that's worth talking about? I saw it in the Olympics last Olympics. Like, yeah. yeah. Did you watch cool that? To see. Yeah, it's cool to see that skateboarding is like, it's getting more mainstream now, which is really cool. Because it used to be like, a lot of the time it was sort of like pushed away, I guess. Like, not as like a real sport. Yeah, I know what you mean. It, it, it was kids goofing off sport yeah. it wasn't a real sport but yeah but legit like the people that train and right the pros probably watch their diet and they're trying right? yeah they don't want to you know get- i think in like tokyo the government has like just all around in japan because the guy who won the olympics uh yudo i forget his last name but he got he went gold and he's from japan they've built like just massive skate parks for people to compete and just practice and like I watched a video and it was like a 15 million dollar skate park like in Japan and it's just massive it's just got everything popularity yeah and uh, what kind of skating did this guy was this like the street skating yeah yeah. so Olympics is like 
I think the Olympics was kind of like split. There was a little bit of vert and like transition skating, but it was also street parts, which is, I like to watch the street parts because that's like how I skate. Street, yeah. They had, they had like two or three different like categories of yeah. competitions. So, all right. Well, uh, quite I've enjoyed hearing about this and, uh, and educating and just uh, hearing you talk so passionately about something you're passionate with. But I think it's time to kind of bring it to a close and we end all of our podcasts asking the same question. You got a microphone, you got people listening. Uh, do something positive with it. Share some advice. What advice would you want to share with anybody that happens to listen? It doesn't have to be about skateboarding, about anything you want. So. Um, I don't know. I would say like, if there's something that you really want to like go for, like go for it. Cause there's a lot of other people that are like, want that. So if you just work your butt off and you're going to be the one who makes it and not everybody else. You want something, go for it. And I think like a second part you said, and you know, want it more than other people. Yeah. <laughs> so, and you'll get it baby. So. I love it. That sounds like great advice. So, well, Quentin, thanks a lot for being part of the Shared Share podcast. I really enjoyed having you. Yeah, it was fun. Thanks. That's it for this week's episode of the Shared Share podcast. Follow us at Facebook, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, Twitter at the Shared Share, and be sure to listen on our Spotify and SoundCloud or on our website, sharedsharepodcast.com. This has been the Shared Share podcast.